0: Hi and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you and on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonholm and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Well, this morning we're gonna get into God's Word and welcome to all of those who are online, we're thinking about you, some of you are isolating and so if that is you, there are quite a number of people in our church who are having to journey through uh, the season, I should say, that we're going through. So can we just honour all of those who are watching online, just give them a clap of encouragement. Welcome them. And to our online church family, welcome to you as well. Last week, I preached a message called I'm Under Pressure. Who enjoyed last week's sermon? If you haven't had an opportunity to listen to it, you can grab it off our Horizon Church podcast. I'm under pressure. Today I'm going to preach part two of that message. So if you have your Bibles, could you please turn with me to the book of Exodus chapter 17. Exodus chapter 17, we are going to be reading from verse 8, Exodus chapter 17, verse 8. If you don't have your Bible, the verses are available for you on the screen. Can we pray firstly this morning? as we come around God's Word. Father, thank You for Your Word. Thank You that You are going to speak to us this morning. You are going to strengthen us through Your Word. Thank You that things will be broken this morning in Jesus' Name. You said in the Word that the Word of the Lord is like a hammer that smashes the rock. Thank You that strongholds would be broken, wrong mindsets would be broken, and You'd bring freedom to Your people, we pray, In Jesus' wonderful name. Exodus chapter 17, verse eight says, when the Israelites were at Rephidim, they were attacked by the Amalekites. Moses said to Joshua, choose us some men and go out. By the way, it's the first time we hear of Joshua in the Bible. Choose some men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Verse 10, so Joshua did as Moses said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. And when he let down his hand, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands became heavy or weary. So they took a stone and put it under him and he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands one on one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. So Joshua defeated Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. Let's just journey with the children of Israel just for a moment. The children of Israel had come out of approximately 400 years of slavery. They had crossed the Red Sea. Uh, They were given supernatural bread from heaven. Bitter waters were made sweet. And the previous event to the one we just read was Moses striking the rock, And water coming out to feedeth, or to quench the thirst of a generation. Now Israel had travelled several several hundred kilometers through a dry wilderness. They were weary because of the heat of the desert, and they are moving towards their destiny. It's a picture of God's people. It's a picture of God's people being set free from the powers of darkness and God moving us towards our destiny. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, comes an unprovoked, unexpected, and malicious attack from the Amalekites. The Amalekites are an interesting group of people The Old Testament describes them as a fierce and ferocious group of people. They were aggressive. They were violent. And in fact, Numbers tells us that the Amalekites were the first to ever attack the nation of Israel. Have you ever experienced an out-of-nowhere battle? You're moving in the purposes of God towards your destiny, you're outworking what God has placed in your heart and all of a sudden, an unprovoked attack comes against you. We've all experienced one of these battles. You may have been journeying in the purposes of God, outworking what God has placed on your life and Amazing things happening through you and all of a sudden, an out of nowhere battle and you find yourself under pressure. Interesting to note that the Bible tells us in Exodus chapter 17 verse eight, it says when the Israelites were at Rephidim, they were attacked. The name Rephidim or the place Rephidim means resting places or the place of rest. And when we are moving to a place of rest, isn't it interesting that an attack came out of nowhere? For you, it may be preparation of a holiday. It may be a time away or a time that you're planning for a season of refreshing in your life and all of a sudden, An unusual incident, the time that was meant to be a blessing morphed into a fierce attack. You may have retired recently, and out of nowhere, a fierce attack. You may have been planning some kind of break in your life. And this spirit of Amalek comes against the people of God. John chapter 10 verse 10 says the thief does not come except to steal, to kill and to destroy. Interesting to note that the Amalekites also attacked the children of Israel when they were most vulnerable. Deuteronomy describes this attack and God speaks to the children of Israel in Deuteronomy chapter 25 verse 17 And he says, Never forget what the Amalekites did to you as you came from Egypt. They attacked you when you were exhausted and weary. And they struck down those, watch this, who were straggling behind. They had no fear of God. This spirit seems to take advantage of the exhausted, the weary, and in this case, those who were straggling behind. The elderly, the weary, those doing it tough, and the spirit of Amalek comes against the people of God. We all face enormous pressures at times, trials. We get attacked emotionally, relationally, spiritually. Some people, it's a financial attack. We need to be aware of Satan's mechanisms. The Bible tells us that we are not to be ignorant of his devices. Our eyes are certainly on Jesus. Absolutely. And the Scriptures does not say, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. The Scriptures say, submit to God, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. Our eyes are upon the Lord. However, we are in a spiritual war. And the spirit of Amalek seeks to attack the people of God in our moved towards destiny in an unprovoked, unexpected way. Interesting, when you think about it, the children of Israel at this point in time, they were not a powerful nation. They had not been a warring nation. But yet, the spirit of Amalek still came against them. Why? Because the devil is threatened by your potential. He's threatened, not of where you are or at this point in time, what you have. He's threatened of what you're becoming, what you will have and who you will be. And he seeks to undermine the people of God. The Spirit comes to attack the people of God, unprovoked and unexpected. Perhaps the battle that you're going through that's come from left field in recent times, maybe it's the spirit of Amalek. Maybe Satan is looking for an opportunity after two years in this pandemic of us walking through quicksand, he seeks an opportune time. So Moses comes up with a plan and he calls for Joshua. And he says, gather a bunch of fighting people, send them out to fight. Aaron and her would accompany Moses on top of the hill. And Moses does something amazing. He's instructed, we would assume by God, that as he lifts up his hands, symbolic of prayer and intercession, that the people of God would win and would overcome. I wanna give you three things this morning that if you feel like you have come under attack in recent times, it's been unprovoked. This is a word for some people today unexpected. What do you do when you come under a spiritual attack? Number one, the attack, watch this, required or demanded a spiritual response. (laughs) It's so easy when we're under attack to come up with natural strategies, natural plans, natural ways of doing things. But we need to be alert. Scripture says in 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verse 3, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not war according to the flesh. Ephesians chapter 6 verse 12 says for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, etc. When we had our first child, little Tory, well, let's just say Tory was a A bundle of energy. (laughs) Oh, she was uh, very strong. And all the parents with a strong child, say amen right now. (laughs) Whoa, she was like choosing to rule the house. (laughs) Well, I was getting so mad because, I mean, Alison is the most dedicated mother that you will ever meet. But Tori, in the middle of the night, She needs the whole house to know that she's awake and I am demanding attention and thou shalt come and see me. I was mad. I was like, I need sleep. I've always thought to myself, if I was ever a torturer, not that I ever would be, but if I was, (laughs) I reckon one of the best things you can do to people It's just broken sleep. Little by little by little, my hair's falling out, I'm getting mad. And I'm like, God, what's what's going on? And I have a dream. I have this dream that Tori in the middle of the night screaming, going off. And I walk into her room and I bang on the door. And I'm like, go back to sleep. But the picture that I saw was of me at a distance and in the corner of the room was a dark figure. And the Holy Spirit spoke to me and said, you are dealing with this in the natural. This is in fact, supernatural. And I had to take authority. And we had to stand in faith and rebuke that thing in Jesus' mighty name. And if you are looking for an earthly solution to the attack that you are under, you will bypass, you will not get a heavenly response. Exodus chapter 17 verse 11 says, And so it was when Moses held up his hand that Israel prevailed. Never underestimate the power of intercession. Never underestimate how powerful prayer actually is. In the natural, it's odd, he's got his hands raised and the people are winning the battle. But in the spirit, something powerful is happening. Watch this. When we raise our hands in worship. The National Academy of Science in the USA did the most amazing study. The study essentially was centered around non-verbal expressions associated with pride. So let me, let me give you an example. So can we have my beautiful, amazing soccer picture up on screen? I like the soccer This is Harry Kiel. Harry Kuehl is probably Australia's greatest soccer player ever. However, soon to probably be replaced by Sam Kerr because she's just going ballistic at the moment. Now, Harry Kuehl scores a goal and he's running across the pitch. Ah, all excited. In this study, they wanted to find out whether sighted or blind individual across different cultures spontaneously displayed pride. The results showed that sighted blind and those uh, born blind or blind from birth, these individuals from 30 nations displayed the behaviours associated with the typical pride expression, watch this, in response to success. And children as young as four years old through to adults from a range of different cultures, those in highly isolated, small scale, traditional villages and societies expressed the same behaviour when they won something. Church, when we lift our hands, it's an expression of victory. It's an expression of the goodness of God. And they discovered three things. The head tilted back, arms raised, and chest expanded. Amazing. 1 Timothy 2, verse eight says, therefore I want the man everywhere to pray. Watch this, lifting up holy hands. Psalm 134, excuse me, 134 verse two says, lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. 1 Kings eight twenty two. then Solomon stood before the altar of the Lord in the presence of all the assembly of Israel and spread out his hands toward heaven. Something happens when we raise our hands in worship. It's a picture of victory and success. But something began to happen to this 80-year-old prayer warrior as he had his hands raised. Of course, nobody can keep their hands up in the air indefinitely. His hands started to drop and every time his hands started to drop as he held the staff of God in his hand, the battle turned against Israel. Number two, the attack that you are under calls, and in this case, it called for a collective response. Aaron and her, well, they realise, okay, his hands are up, they're winning. His hands drop, well, the Amalekites start to win. Maybe we should hold his hands up. They sit Moses on a stone, Aaron goes on one side, her goes on the other, and they hold Moses' arms up. You cannot do the journey of Christianity alone. You're strong, and you're amazing, Moses, and you're pretty good, but you need the support of God's people. Every now and again in life, we all need an Aaron and a her to stand alongside of us and hold up our arms. Interesting to note that the word saint appears only once in the New Testament. The plural, saints, appears 61 times. Christianity, it's a one another journey. It's a together journey. It's us standing side by side. And every now and again, you need a couple of prayer warriors around you to stand with you and to hold up your arms. I've got a picture of Moses, Aaron and her together standing in faith. You know the altar? When we open up the altar at church, it's such a, a beautiful time of intimacy Encounter with God, a joy, a breakthrough, the touch of the Holy Spirit. Uh, it's not a place of weakness, it is a place of strength and a place of breakthrough. The altar is so beautiful because we are reflecting this very picture of people saying, I need an Aaron and a her to stand with me and to lift up my arms. And if you're trying to do Christianity alone, there is a great disadvantage in trying to walk out the call of God all by yourself. And the fact is you cannot expect, now watch this, you cannot expect true union with God if you are not in union with the body of Christ. You are in fact in disobedience to scriptural instruction because we are told to join together with other believers. Thank God for Aaron and thank God for her, (laughs) H-U-R. Those people who stand around us and lift up our arms when we're under attack. Maybe this season that you've gone through Maybe God is calling to you or stirring your heart, I should say. Perhaps what's required at this time is a collective response. Your individual strength is amazing. But you need an Aaron and a Her who will act as pillars of strength in a time of need. Do you have any prayer partners? Do you have people that you call up, people that stand with you? Do you have a prayer partner, more is good, partners, that you send each other messages? Women are pretty good at this stuff. (laughs) The men, we do it alone. But here's an amazing example of three strong men standing together. In faith. You need an Aaron. You need a her. You need those people to lift up your arms in the time of need. I love this passage. Last but not least, is because the attack that the people of God were under, watch this, it activated a pre-arranged support structure. This was not a support structure that they came up with in the moment, right? (laughs) This was not a support, oh, that guy will do, that guy, you go up with Moses. Aaron and her were already appointed to support Moses. You know, there's a lot of things in life we prearrange. You know, you you prearrange bookings at restaurants, so I'll meet you there. Will you take care of the booking? Yep, no problem. We're always prearranging things. But one thing in church life that we often don't do is we don't prearrange our prayer, team, support, structure. Those people that you can call up in a moment, in a heartbeat to say, Can you stand with me? I love what happens in Exodus chapter 17, verse 12. It says of Moses that his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. He stood strong. Why? Because he had a support structure. You're not weak if you have a pre-arranged support structure. In fact, it's wisdom, it's the wisdom of God. It's okay to be at a place where you're like, guys, my my arms are falling down. I'm really struggling at the moment. The business is tough at the moment. My career, my relational things are really difficult. Can you pray with me? Can you stand with me? I have a friend uh, who lives in another city, and he asked me if I could be that person to him that when he was going through, you know, a bit of a tough season, he'd call me, I'd pray with him, encourage him, and so on. And, and I thank God for the opportunity to be on this journey with him. And probably about six months ago, Um, he came really under a a huge attack. He's a pastor in another church and uh, there was an individual um, who really was just stirring trouble. And this trouble was stirred towards him uh, for probably about 12 months. This person was so full on that just writing letters like every second day, just sending, (laughs) you know, social media messages and He was just trying to ignore it, but it just chipped away at him, chipped away at him. And he calls me up one Monday afternoon, it's about 4 p.m. And he starts telling me, oh, this this is the latest attack and, you know, and he kind of got his board around him to support him and so on, but it just got him good. He starts crying on the phone, he's bawling his eyes out. And I'm like, you know, there and, (laughs) You know, I'm praying in the Spirit and and taking authority over this thing. And in a moment in my Spirit, the Holy Spirit speaks to me and says, this is not natural. You need to rebuke this thing. And I started to take authority. I lifted up His arms in the Spirit. I felt like I was carrying the load in the Spirit for Him he could just sit and rest and receive. while well, I did the heavy lifting on his behalf. I rebuked that thing. I broke that thing. I declared you are above and not beneath. You are the head and not the tail. You are more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. And I stood as an Aaron and a her around him, lifting up his arms, declaring you are a winner. You are victorious in Jesus' mighty Name. In the body of Christ, we celebrate the Moses of this world and we celebrate the Joshuas, excuse me, of this world. But rarely do we celebrate the Aaron's and the Hers who are praying, fasting and carrying the load in the Spirit. For some of you today, that picture of worship is something that in the past, when you'd hear worship and you'd be in this atmosphere, your hands were lifted up and it doesn't matter how sore your arms got, you kind of went like this and you went like this to give them a rest and you go up again. <laughs> you just worshipped. But you've come become what Zephaniah chapter 3, verse 16 says, your hands have become, or your hands are, watch this, hanging limp. And you need the people of God to stand around you today, to lift up your arms again and to say, you're victorious. Can we be as a church community to you this morning, Moses? Can we be an Aaron and a herd to you? Can we get alongside of you this morning at this altar? Lift up your arms and say, come on, tilt your head back. Open up your chest. You're a winner. Lift up your arms towards heaven. You, ha- you are a person, of breakthrough. You may be struggling right now, but I'll be an Aaron. I'll be a her to you. I'll stand with you in faith and declare the breakthrough of God in Jesus' Name. Can we all stand up on our feet this morning? Can we just practise that just for a moment? Can we just lift up our hands? towards our glorious King, set our eyes upon Jesus, right where you are, just begin to worship Him. Come on, when His arms were raised, the Bible says that Israel, they were overcoming the Amalekites. We lift up our arms in worship and we declare the goodness of our God in Jesus' Name. Just right where you are, some of you this morning, in your heart, You've quit in your spirit. This season has been so tough. This spirit of Amalek has come against you, has tried to take you out. You feel discouraged at the moment you were exhausted and weary. The spirit came and tried to pull you down. But there's a whole bunch of Aaron and Hurst who are gonna stand with you today. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, Please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day, and we hope to see you again soon.